0: Hello, everyone. It is I, Justin Redrick, better known on Twitter as Bitcoin Vegan, author of From Bars to Bitcoin, and the star of the documentary From Bars to Bitcoin. Um, it is a pleasure to be here with everybody. It's a pleasure to have this podcast going through your ears. I know I've been talking about it for a while, and this is us bringing it to light. So, let me welcome you to the From Bars to Bitcoin podcast. This podcast is a part of our nonprofit where I'm the co-founder with the illustrious Dr. Stacey Boyle, who you all will have the pleasure to meet with later on in our, in our shows. And at the, <clears throat> the Bitcoin Transformation Community, our mission is simple. We aim to promote education, financial empowerment, and inclusivity through Bitcoin. Now, this particular podcast is very special to us here, especially to myself Um, The purpose of this podcast is very simple. We would like to document our journey. If you haven't heard of our project, the From Bars to Bitcoin Prison Reentry Tour, that is now live on Geyser and on our website. For this podcast, we want to document our journey of how that came to light, um, of us going on the tour, educating inside prisons, um, but more importantly, sharing the stories of people we've educated along the way, highlighting stories that people you never really thought we're in the Bitcoin space contributing in such major ways. And for individuals who use Bitcoin as a sign of hope and not just a financial investment tool through this podcast, we hope to reach billions upon billions of people who may have a similar story to mine that have used Bitcoin to change entire lives. If you haven't heard, I'm gonna give you a brief synopsis. Um, I found out about Bitcoin in 2016 upon release from prison in 2014. My good friend Isaiah Jackson was the first person to introduce me to Bitcoin. And I was hooked ever since. To be honest, I got scammed uh, by some nefarious platform out of $150. But to me, I was like, there, there was no other thing out here in the world that I saw that could change my life. And so over that over that period of time, I would study hard, study Bitcoin so hard in my life that I never studied anything else as hard as Bitcoin. And um, the reason why Bitcoin was so important to me was because I've gone through tremendous amounts of turmoil from losing a home in the 2008 market crash to losing a friend, watching him be murdered, Um, dropping out of college, going to prison, and then coming home and realizing that there were no options available to me to really live the life that I would like to live and participate in things on a global level until I found out about Bitcoin. Um, I was released at a time in the world where people didn't really care about uh, people with a record, and they still kind of don't. It was hard for me to get jobs. And so when I found out about Bitcoin, I realized it was 620 some dollars However, I still didn't have enough money to just go out and buy one Bitcoin. But I knew that the knowledge of Bitcoin would provide some type of solitude, some type of hope for me down the line. And I can say that that has happened. Um, it is still a journey. But being here, being in Bitcoin, coming out of the penitentiary, was the best decision I've ever made in my life Um, so that's a little brief story about me myself personally but let's share with let me share with you you know what you might be thinking how the hell did you all get to this mission here right what about all of this made this possible so I'm gonna give you probably the last three years of what made me even come up with this and how um, Dr. Boyle got involved. It was around 2020. We were all fresh in COVID, fresh inside the house. (laughs) And um, Bitcoin was dwindling down, then shooting up. And the first thing that happened that, that really changed me, you know, I was online, Instagram, sharing things about Bitcoin, sharing my story, selling courses online. And then I was invited to teach at a, at a summer camp founded by Isaiah Jackson's mother. And we were teaching children about Bitcoin. Majority of children that were black. And it was delightful to actually watch them enjoy learning about Bitcoin. And as the saying goes, if you could teach a child, you could teach anyone. So that helped me understand like this message could go out to anybody in the world and help them change their lives. Around 2021, the illustrious clubhouse comes out and Black Bitcoin Billionaires is created. I joined the Black Bitcoin Billionaires and from there I was educating daily, whether it was on the Genesis block with Lamar and others. And then I um, I started thinking to myself, like, how can I reach a specific population that's, that resembles where I am in life and where I came from? So I started Room Call from Bars to Bitcoin. And every Monday around 8 p.m., I would educate either people coming out of prison, organizations, family members of people incarcerated, and sometimes people in prison will actually join the show and we would talk about Bitcoin. I would talk to them, educate them, show them how many um, different opportunities were available, but also how Bitcoin can change the recidivism, right? um there's one story in particular and this person will have to come on later on in our shows it was a man in the crowd he had done 30 years in prison since at the age of 18 years old and we had grown you know very close through communication and one of our our moderators by the name of ryan lawrence he's an economic wizard i asked ryan i said ryan what was the price of the u.s dollar in 1989 when this man had gone to prison he said around 95 cents and i asked him what was the price today in 2021 u.s dollar he says around 85 cents and i said you know most people in in my community in this country go to prison behind money either you're selling drugs you're stealing for money you might kill people for money or you you're so lost by not being able to take care of yourself that you make crazy decisions behind a lack of money. And so, when this um, when this this data was presented to us, I said, "Now, you know, you see how all of us go to prison behind money, but the money we go to prison for loses value as we sit in the prison." You're going to prison behind a currency that will not have the same value as it did when you committed your crime. And that was a very eye-opening experience to people um, because it let them know that, damn, you really start getting a real visual of the lack of financial literacy and how it affects people in a country such as America, who has the number one recidivism rate or the incarceration rate in the world. Um... And from there, that started opening our eyes to allow people to understand, like, okay, there's more here than just Bitcoin and making money that meets the eye. And one of the very unique ways that I would communicate with people who are coming out of prison was I, w- I would share with them how, how um, in prison we had to use stamps as currency. And when you have to use stamps as currency that what that means is you have like ID cards in prison and your family can send you money to load up there. If you have a job, you can just earn wages from your job in prison. But if you don't have any of that, you have to hustle on the yard, use stamps and what allowed people who came out of prison to understand what stamps was that it was a different currency. It was a decentralized currency with stamps. Um, people on the yard, we control the stamps. We set the price. Um, back in 2011 through 2014, the price of stamps might've been 45 cents. So we would keep it at 30 to 35 cents so that people who didn't really have the money could always be able to exchange and do business and buy things for themselves. So when I heard that Bitcoin was a decentralized currency from Isaiah, that's from my mind immediately had gone to. Prison stamps on the yard. And then I did another mental test where you would often hear people say, well, Bitcoin is freedom money. It's based upon freedom. Nothing can contain Bitcoin. So in my mind, I did a a test. It's like, okay, let's put this to a prison test. So in prison, you can have a cell phone. Well, you can't have one, but people have cell phones. I had a cell phone myself. And if the prison guards raid your room or your cell or your, your locker and take your cell phone, They could take your Bitcoin with it. However, though, if you wrote down your private keys on a sheet of paper and say you mailed them home or you had them somewhere safe, they could still never get your Bitcoin. And that's when I really knew that Bitcoin was 100% freedom money. And that's the things that started clicking off in other people. Um, So after that, in 2022, I joined the Black Bitcoin Billionaires at their... um, with their partnership with the Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey Foundation at the Bitcoin Academy, and I would teach there. And I would ask people, like, you know, like, do you like Bitcoin? What about it? What's going on? Do you like it? And people would say, yeah, it's cool. I learned a lot. But, you know, I need to be able to pay for my bills. I can't pay for my bills in Bitcoin. I don't have a job. So I'm just like, damn, you know, are we really teaching people? Are we really connecting with people where they really need to connect at? Not just talking to them about Bitcoin, like, here's Bitcoin, 21 million of them, grab one, you know, but really meeting people where they are. And so this is where my, the mind of, my mind started going like, okay, there has to be more, there's a bridge, there has to be bridge because there's a meaningful gap within my community as to why no one takes Bitcoin serious. And that's because day-to-day necessities aren't being met. So... Um earlier this year in 2023, let me take a step back. While I was on a Clubhouse those days, that's where I met Dr. Stacy Boyle. She sent me her book, Be More Strategic in Business. And we started communicating more and more. And we grew this partnership. And, you know, Stacy will always be about you gotta be strategic and think big. Think big and have a great vision. And um so I was just like, All right. There's a problem that affects a lot of people in this country. There's a gap that has to be filled. And if you ever want to make a huge impact, you got to be able to change a lot of lives. I learned that from listening to Peter Diamandis a lot. Um, And the decentralized technologies, they give you an opportunity to play on the even playing field if you're there early. So now I'm thinking, how can we get people inside of this this arena a little earlier than they would have on their own? So one day I'm on LinkedIn, I meet with a few people, and I get connected with a man by the name of Gideon Powell, who's the CEO of Chola uh, Chola Energy, I believe they're in Dallas, Texas. And he invited me to empower. And it was at Empire where I heard CEOs like uh, Maximum and Chad Everett and Gideon speaking about how they needed people to work on their mining farms, on their mining rigs, their sites. One man in particular by the name of Jose De Hoyas was very adamant about, you know, they don't need any skill. They just need to be willing to work. You know, if people are willing to work. I'm willing to help them. I'm willing to train them. I'm willing to get to where they need to go. So I asked all of them, I said, you know, what type of people are you not willing to hire? You know, I have a record. I've used Bitcoin in my life to change my life. I've educated people around the country, especially around the world using these type of apps here that I feel would do the same. Would you give these people a shot? A few of them said sure. But Jose was the one that was serious, real real serious. And now with having these types of individuals willing to entertain the fact of hiring these people coming out of prison. It's when this From Bars to Bitcoin tour started having a little bit more, you know, livelihood, but I still needed a way to get inside of a prison. And that's when I was on LinkedIn and networking. And I met a man by the name of Cardell Sims, who was the founder of the North organization out of East St. Louis. And he he's the organizer of the Empowerment Tour, where a group of re professionals go inside prisons and educate on different types of topics and skills that can help people upon release. And it was when I was meeting with Cardell, I shared with him my vision, and he said, yo, I'd love to have you on. Just come on, like, come on. So we have prisons lined up in several states from Florida to Texas, to Pennsylvania, to Colorado, Tennessee. And we've, Cardell and his organization has been inside several already. So now with this brief story or timeline, you can see how this thing came together. And you know our, our main goal here at the uh, Bitcoin transformation community is to provide hope upon a release that is not there. Um, hope is the anticipation of a positive ending and a lot of people don't get that here when we get out of prison in America. So, um, I'm going to wrap this up real quickly. This is our mission. This is where we are and we're set to go inside of our first prison, September 9th in Jessup, Maryland. Um, if you would love to be a part of this, if you would like to help, you can check out our, our page. On the geyser.fund, that link will be in the show notes. You can check out our website, more importantly, and, vision and, and see all of our projects. We have projects as far as um, you know, doing things locally in Las Vegas, where we, we are originally from, um, with small businesses. We want to impact communities abroad. But this project here is our very first one, and we're going to make it work we're going to bring this to life and we're going to change a lot of lives. This has never been seen before in the Bitcoin space. So it's understanding that it takes a little bit of time for the wrap wrap It's wrap around people's heads that this can be a thing, but we have great partners involved and we have people who are willing to get it done no matter what. So, um, if you like this, if you like this content, please share it with anybody, not just in the Bitcoin space. If you are a part of an organization that works with prison reform or reentry, feel free to contact us. All of our information is down below. And again, anything that you feel you can add some value to, we are all ears and we're open to all feedback. I hope everyone listening has a great, uh, great day and a great rest of your day, night, evening, or morning. And be on the lookout for more of these episodes. Until then, have a great time, people. Peace.